junkie. And she traded me for $10 and a fix. Oh, no. I know this. $10? It was 10, 15 cents. I'm stupid. I've heard this. It's not women of Brewster Place. It isn't. It definitely isn't. But I know this. I'm oh, going to be pissed when people tell me what it is because I have certainly heard that before. You absolutely have. God damn it. <sighs> damn. Yes, it is true. And you're going to tell her. You are going to tell her. Oh, my God. I know God. this. Uh, it's not soul food. <laughs> oh, God. It's one of the worst. Come on, one more hit. One more. I'm just going to do it since I love you and our friends and you deserve to get one at least. Thank you so much. I have a man who wants to love me. <laughs> Finally! But Finally. I won't let him. <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> I'm going to be a better mother than you don't. Oh, that voice is legendary. Historically worst movie ever to be released in the history of cinema. <laughs> Just That's a lot. Awful. What a bad movie. <laughs> like Oh man. my God. Thank heavens <sighs> for Jennifer Lewis <laughs> and for Cicely Tyson. Seriously. Even that on this land. My okay, we're not good. We've done that eight hundred times. I mean, we know how much you hate that movie. Fred. It we blows. know. We know. It's really bad. <laughs> Wait, it is it a is, terrible film. It is. It is pretty bad. I cannot even. <laughs> My God. God, Tyler Perry. And now Perry. we have the new Ken dolls to blame. Like we have to blame that for the new Ken dolls. Have you seen these new Ken dolls? Oh, you these, mean literally Barbie dolls? Like new Ken dolls. Actual plastic. Okay. Like Mattel. And they've got a variation of new Kens, including like three that were clearly inspired by Tyler Perry movies. Oh, so they're doing like diverse Ken dolls now. One of them has a Shamar's cornrows. So there's a power bottom Ken doll. Oh, each of them. They all honestly look. (laughs) A construction worker just trying to take care of his family Ken doll. I love it. Well... Hey guys, welcome back to The Read. I am Al Sharpton's camera roll. And I am Violet Bordelon. <laughs> Listen, Uncle Al has been taking these selfies, bitch. What? In the name of Jesus. Al said, I work too hard to be this fine. You bitches is going to get it. <laughs> I was absolutely disgusted. I am not mad. Al Sharpton posted oh my God. these selfies that <gasps> he took with the back camera. Oh, yeah. And himself dressed. He said he was going to go work out or something. I believe it was Father's Day. And he oh, yeah, just looked like a nine-year-old boy that really, really wants to be like his big brother. Mm-hmm. From the clothes to the pose to everything. <laughs> I was just flabbergasted. I, I don't, you know, that's that's one of the elders. And, and I'm just trying to leave that alone and be as respectful as possible. I just was not expecting Al Sharpton to come through with the Instagram thoughty pictures. like <laughs> And on Father's Day on top of that, I just wasn't ready. I just wasn't prepared. And then he followed up with some more. Like, no, you bitches thought I was done. That nigga looked like a pregnancy test. I'm actually, oh my God. Okay, friend. All right. No shade. He looked like, 
He looked like a crackhead that found that phone outside of a 7-Eleven and was like lit because it was unlocked and went on a spree. Like, I was just like, I don't need to see all of my activists. Yeah. He was like, oh, wait, this got data on it, bitch. What? Let me log in right quick. Bitch, does this say LTE? (laughs) Oh, I'm Snapchatting. No, y'all know me. Well, this week's Black Excellence. Oh, first of all, this week's episode is being fake sponsored by Hennessy because I just can't. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. I'm really all about this drink right now. Um, but if this is like a fantastic episode, I don't want y'all to encourage us to continue to be alcoholics because this is just, I was in the mood. I mean, it's not particularly healthy to just be like, you know, every week, let's just get drunk. I know. But it's just, sometimes you just need a little boost. Especially like in moments where you're trying to do it to cope. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's like, I always I try not to drink because I'm in my feelings. I smoke all the time, period. <laughs> Regardless, I, mean, I of smoke feelings. to get out the house. I smoke because my eyes are open. Right. So that isn't. Going I'm anywhere. awake. It's time to be high. But every now and then, I feel myself like, oh, my nerves. Let me have a a quick glass of Hennessy, and I don't want to make that a habit. Yeah, I don't yeah. Because... that's real. That's real. Okay, so Black Excellence this week um, goes to a 10-year-old young man named Bishop Curry. He is from McKinney, Texas. Hey! Shout out to McKinney. And he is a fifth grader who invented something called the Oasis. The Oasis is a device that uh, was created to prevent deaths in cars by heat stroke. Now, there's like a ridiculous number of children according to this article I'm reading since 1988. 712 children are thought to have died from heat stroke after being left in vehicles hot Mm -hmm. and unattended. And after excuse me, young Curry's neighbor lost a six-month-old from the exact same circumstances. He decided to put together a device Again, call the Oasis. Now, what this gadget is supposed to do is uh, sit in your car, detect the temperature in the car. Mm-hmm. When it gets too hot, it starts to emit cool air and then also uses antenna systems to contact uh, the parents, guardians, whoever owns the car and authorities at the same time. So if it's too hot in the car and anybody's in the car, they'll know, hey, girl. Saves you some time. Come get you. You know what I'm saying? Because I hear so many stories of... Uh, Parents who are like, I just ran into the post office for two seconds and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. this is fantastic. They he only has a three three D model of it at this <laughs> point. Um and he and his dad are working now to raise the money to get the device manufactured and to secure the patent for it. So I'm gonna put the GoFundMe in the link. I was about to say I just found it. How dope. Um and you can go and donate so far. They've already raised over twenty four thousand dollars. Oh, it's at twenty eight thousand now. I just oh. clicked it. Damn. Go Bishop. So Go and support this young man doing something awesome for his community and for the peoples yeah. out here. Salute to you, young king. Um, out here already thinking of others, talking about he wants to grow up and invent things. Well, and his little model looks so you know, <laughs> fun. It looks very Brookstone-ish. It looks right? like something I would find in like, you know, a Every mall. store. Yeah. Congrats right. to you, young king. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So this week in Sick Sad World, um, R.I.P. Prodigy of Mob Deep. He was sick for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, sickle Cell, I believe. And so Only 42, man. 42. That like, is that's, around the corner. I was just about to say, that's some change. Oh, yeah, it's like, right it's, there. <laughs> like, it's right. Mm, it's right there. So, I mean, Ooh. it has been great to see so many people... Um, Digging into their mob deep collections, talk about their favorite songs, lyrics, and things, and celebrating yeah, legacy. His solo Prodigy, work so. and all that. That's great. Um, on the other side of things, new life in the form of mm-hmm, the twins. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're officially here. Um, I believe they've been here, but <laughs> if same. Beyonce just decided to let y'all know that the kids are here, same. that's also fine. <laughs> I think if Beyonce is like comfortable now, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like she could eat cheeseburgers or whatever for a little bit again oh, yeah. and do her thing. And so she just probably sent out a couple people to whatever hospital mm-hmm. so that they'd be like, let the streets know. But this is how right. we're going to do it for now. Because <laughs> I remember when she had Blue, she got right back on it. 12 weeks later, she was at Revel and she was like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not putting myself through that pressure and yeah. all that. She's y'all can fully expect not to see mama till Coachella or whatever it was she was supposed to do and she canceled y'all can expect not to see her until next year and like I said before I'm not surprised if she just will not give us nothing no pictures of the kids no tumblr for them no nothing just fuck y'all I built this two million dollar maternity ward so I could have these kids at home in peace and never have to see the rest of y'all so fuck y'all I just know that um, this is just a moment. I think that 
I, as a fan of hers, know that Beyonce is completely dedicated to I'm going to do what I want. And yeah. I'm going to do how I want. when I'm, And if I decide that you may have the blessing mm-hmm. of laying your eyes on these two miracles. Right. I know. Oh, God. It's going to be in my way. On my time and mm-hmm. your dime. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I'm not even pressed about it. People have Neither been like, me. oh, I know you are just standing for the twins and all this. And I'm like, you know what? I am standing for Beyonce and her right to sit the fuck down with her family somewhere. That's what I'm standing for. Every time I think about it, I don't like lose my mind in standum, which lets me know like I'm certainly very quickly approaching uh, my 30s. Yeah, I'm growing up. <laughs> and like being an, a full adult. But the thing that I always get back to is Beyonce has kids. Mm-hmm. Beyonce has children. Even Jay-Z. Like for Father's Day, somebody posted some clips of uh, Jay-Z in blue and stuff. Um for this past uh, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at him and this baby and thinking how he got two more and like, can I get a... Right. <laughs> this nigga got kids. Yeah. Like, children. We're old, yeah. They have three kids. <laughs> and so... I remember we were all kids. And right. I was sitting in the back of my grandma's house with my cousins, Crystal and Janelle. And I was like, all right, you be Kelly if you want to. <laughs> you can pick from the other two. I don't care who y'all are. <laughs> yeah, whoever y'all want to be, we already know what this is. <laughs> we already know because I already have the choreography. Did you research? Did you do your homework? Did you up stay? Did you stay up last night so you could hit these uh these yeah. counts? Was you yeah. up trying to watch Teen Summit to see no 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 or whatever? <laughs> Our work ethic matches. I'm I'm the one who's really invested in this. Pick from the rest. No shade to the rest of you. <laughs> um, that's real. So I'm just really excited about the fact that this woman is a full-ass mama. And I know that when she does, you know, storm the stages again and stomp absolute blood cells mm-hmm. out of that bitch, she's going to be like, she and Parkwood have all throughout her pregnancy been doing all sorts of fucking research of whatever kind of deep poetic shit and crazy imagery we ain't ever heard of she gonna use for her next tour and album. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Twins during Gemini season to everything. We're getting a double <laughs> disc. We're getting two covers. I mean, two singles back to back or whatever. We're gonna have all kinds of the history of fucking Gemini and what two means and two Beyonce's performing on stage at the same time her versus her oh hologram oh no. like uh, Beyonce versus Sasha Fierce episodic video game like yes. books based on the twins that are inspired by H.P. Lovecraft and the call of Cthulhu or Cthulhu or Cthulhu or whatever the fuck that shit is called like I don't know I don't know what that is it sounds like Cthulhu. a Star Wars thing whatever the All CTH I know is, word yeah I don't know how to say that word all I know is I cannot wait for how extra mm-hmm. all of this imagery. Like, she has it's probably memorized at least 20 poems based on twos. And, like, mm-hmm. the two of us made the two of them, and two and two was four. And I don't know. It's just, I can't wait for that. <laughs> like, I'm excited for that. And just sitting there, I don't even give a fuck about astrological signs or mm-hmm. I don't really know much about the Le- the Sagittarius. I am a Sagittarian. Mm-mm. I know a little bit about Virgos because I am one. I know that it's a fire sign. I know what the other two fire signs are. And that's about Leo it. and... Aries. Aries, okay. Um... And that's about it. But once this shit happens, <laughs> and she's like, the Gemini means the twin, two at once, from my love, my womb. Yes. 
Which means I really gave birth to four people. Right. <laughs> Nourishing four souls. And then she's just going to, like, split into two, like, on stage and, like, amoebas or some shit. And just, it's Man. just going to be ridiculous. And I'm not going to really understand any of it. But I'm going to be completely enthralled in the new uh, era. And then maybe she'll give us, like, a millisecond flash of... Each baby's eyebrow, right. so you can see that they also have the brows. So you can see brows. they all have the Beyonce, the Beyonce I, brow. Miss Tina, that's all we're getting, and I will weep. <laughs> like, I know Miss Tina looks at all her grandchildren like, I've done this. I did that. There is no escaping. <laughs> <laughs> that's all me. This is us. Can you imagine the temperature-controlled, humidity-controlled, like, luxury wonderland those twins must live in? What the nursery must be like? The nursery has to feel like uh, oh like God. still being in the womb. Right. Beyonce was like, what can we do to make the children's transition to the world as comfortable as possible? The room has to feel like an amniotic sack. What is it called? Yeah. No, for real. It probably does feel like being in the womb. They probably have like, like specially designed cribs. Something yeah. Something a little moist in there. Or just something. It just keeps you warm and like swaddled and just makes you feel. And it has like one of those, one of those sound machines. So it sounds like you're still in the womb. So it's like vape. Probably all park with Vape heartbeats. Yeah. They invented it all. <laughs> like, because when you have that much money, you can do whatever the fuck you want to. So, so I shit need, the rest of us can't even dream of. I need for the babies to feel like they're still in my uterus for at least the first three months. However, you know, whatever feels good for them. Um, No, nothing exists that can make this happen. So figure it out. So, yeah. You've Somebody got make weeks. it work. Right. Like, and in the meantime, we'll just be in this massive house. <laughs> kicking it and y'all will be on the internet worried about what we doing y'all been speculating about Beyonce and Jay-Z and these kids for weeks and what has Beyonce been doing not a goddamn thing not on Instagram or nothing else like just let them wonder let them stress out let them be pressed did you see Kelly Rowland's Instagram story I don't watch Instagram stories and now I'm feeling late because I just saw something earlier that said Instagram stories are more popular than Snapchat now which is devastating because Instagram needs to stop doing that stop stealing from everybody else's Mm -hmm. apps taking every first they took the story thing and then they integrated the filters and little Mm -hmm. dog stuff which looks terrible it's like girl y'all are so mad that Snapchat wouldn't sell to (laughs) y'all yeah they really are that pissed but I'm not a I don't typically watch Instagram stories so I don't don't know I just sort of started getting into it I feel like I have to be more interactive I just don't like getting on camera that often. And Same. I don't have nothing else to, to All do. All my snaps are like things I'm looking at. <laughs> I literally only snap when I'm somewhere else so that y'all can see what I see. But like looking at me for what? I'm boring. Um, I'm usually just in my house. Ashy. So Kelly was at home? She was somewhere. I'm going to have to take this. Please play. You have service. Kelly, just one oh, God. <laughs> no. Kelly, come on. Just one question about the babies. No. Kelly, we know you know about the babies. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by now, if you hadn't seen it, you probably can't. But she's just standing with, I don't know who it was, who was actually pressing. It was one of those little um, buttons you could buy at, like, Bed Bath or whatever, as seen on TV, whatever little store. Mm-hmm. And it's the no button. Oh. And she's just standing there smiling, and her friend is like, <laughs> Kelly, tell us about Beyonce's brother. And then she's just pressing it. Like, essentially, Kelly is saying, mm, Leave me I, alone. Stop asking. I'm yeah. not telling you. Like, what would make you think? You know, right. that. Miss Tina gonna... had to get on Instagram, like, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> I'm at a wedding. I'm with my man. I'm chilling. Like, by now, y'all should all know that we will find out when Beyonce wants us to find out. Leave the people who know her alone. Please. Please. 
Don't stress them out about her family and her life. Instagram don't run up into the fucking maternity ward or whatever hospital when you give from birth and ask you all kinds of questions about your goddamn kid. <laughs> let her, let them like wipe off the gunk and <laughs> right. have fun and open their eyes and shit for a little oh, bit. But yeah, congratulations, Beyonce. If you are even, if you even did have them, she might just be somewhere pregnant and big and mad. She might, but I don't think so. I definitely I don't think she think had them. But that would be funny. It would. If the whole t- if she just got on Instagram right now, like, still pregnant. What's up? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Eating Cheetos. All right. Um, I think it's all downhill from here. Damn, really? Yep. But it doesn't look like too much. All right. First, a liar. Um, Kenya Moore. <laughs> Went to, who cares, St. Lucia uh, for a wedding. Her wedding. You know, I saw that. <laughs> what? Okay. Kenny Moore is married um, to a man named Mark. Mark. I don't have his last name. I was about to say, wow. I had it. <laughs> And then I didn't have it. <laughs> huh, let me see. Kenya Moore. Mark. Mark something. All I remember is that he owns a restaurant. Mark Daly. He owns a restaurant in Brooklyn called SoCo. Okay. Which I feel like I've heard of before, but I'm certain I've never been to because I think I've been to Brooklyn like <laughs> when when four I googled times. it. When I googled it, the first thing that came up was SoCo Brooklyn shooting. <laughs> so yikes. <laughs> I don't think he's owned it for the... I, I um, There was, like, a woman who was talking about it. I think she previously owned it or ran it or something like that, and now he owns it. Um, and we mm-hmm. asked her Southern if he's food. a good mm-hmm. man, this Mark. She was like, I don't want to talk about what kind of guy he is. No comment. So What? You don't want to talk about what type of man your husband is? No, not Kenya. The woman who used to own oh, the restaurant got you, who got doesn't you. own it anymore. They asked her, is he a good man? And she was like, I don't have anything to say. How serious. would she know? You know what? Never mind. Let me just leave that alone. She hinted to the answer being no, though. Yeah. It's definitely implied. <laughs> okay. Um, but I mean, that wouldn't make them a match made in heaven. Kenya uh, posted a photo on her Instagram <laughs> of her standing underneath the square floral arrangement. Because they couldn't get the whole wall like Kim and Kanye did. But I mean, money is I mean, money. It's nice, you know. It's more than I got. Uh, with the caption, Mark, you are the best man I have ever known. Thank you for loving me unconditionally. My hashtag ride or die, Bonnie and Clyde. Didn't Bonnie and Clyde die? I mean, how do you know he loves you unconditionally? How long have y'all even known each other? So they've known each other for a year. They okay. Didn't start, no. <laughs> They met a year ago. They didn't get in, back into contact until December. So technically, wow. she's known Miss Girl for about six months. Oh, no. And already married? Y'all just started talking in December, and now you're... She's desperate, though. She's one of those girls. She's... She don't even care. Just say yes. Just marry me. quickly jumping into her next storyline. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Andy sent out a, a mass text, like, girls, we're starting shooting in the next two to three weeks or something like that. And she was like, fuck. I have nothing. So she went ahead and went through her Rolodex. Mark was probably like, probably like, sure. <laughs> you know, he was probably the first guy who was like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and watch him be on the show. Well, they claim from what I read here, that they do not 
want to discuss their marriage on Real Housewives of Atlanta. However, I'm reading this on People, where they got an exclusive comment. Of course, right. So you don't want this to be on your show where you make money, but you were willing to talk <laughs> about this with People magazine. You're lying anyway. What else do you do, Kenya Moore, but talk about your life? You have exposed all the shitty, hurtful things about your life and your past and right there on Bravo for Andy and all the rest of us to see. So you really expect us to think that you're just too good to talk about this nigga you just met and have already married girl by. Furthermore, I found it fascinating that, you know, usually when people post their wedding photo, especially, has Kenya been married before? I don't know the answer to that. Well, anyway, <laughs> usually when people post their wedding photo, um, they post like the kiss, you know, that moment. Or even These just smiling. <laughs> niggas are fist bumping. <laughs> Oh, Are you kidding God. me? Are that, you kidding me? That looks like great business decision, bro. Even his face during the fist bump was like, all right, I mean, here we go. <laughs> you know, like... This just seems so... Ugh, uh, you know. There's another photo where they're holding hands on the beach. She looking at the sky. She looking at him. Like, they're not. There's nothing... <laughs> it's Not just, particularly romantic, like you would expect out of, you know, newlywed photos. Catch this. To my husband, happy Father's Day. To you and all the great dads. Oh, so he has kids. Of course he does. I mean, duh. I mean, niggas just do. Um, meanwhile, Matt Jordan, um, <laughs> her last uh, employee, I guess. Bye. Uh, got that restraining order. It's now permanent. Well, it's a year long. Okay. He has to stay 200 yards away from Kenya and her family, I suppose. So she was like, look. I'm moving on to my mm -hmm. next story arc. Don't come to set. <laughs> right. I'm actually tired of having this conversation with you. Like, legally now, we have to just make it a thing. And I wonder, was was Matt really just, like, that crazy? Like, but how do you feel so much he's for touched. Kenya that you can't let her go? I don't no, get no. that either. Yeah, no, no. He's, yeah, no. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah. Okay, got it. Because even he left a comment on Instagram after they announced this wedding shit, and he was like how, you know, hurt he is, and please respect him and his privacy so he can grieve, and he wasn't the right man for her, and he hopes that she finds the love that she wants or whatever. I would have been like you first of all you'd have to ask me how I feel for me to say anything right. and the most you would have got out of me was she and her husband could eat a bag of dicks <laughs> right. and I would have went right back to drinking right like you volunteered this information something ain't right so I mean I can't mm, we'll see we'll see on Bravo I don't even have to wonder or speculate about this this is gonna be so annoying like I'm already annoyed like, like are I'm we gonna get Kenya's annoyed. divorce special next year cause I feel like it's just are you going to throw yourself a divorce party? She's going to get pregnant as soon as possible if she is not now. She's one of those girls who's like, I want to have kids and I just, I must be married first and nothing else matters. So I waited till I was 43 and now I just have to do it. Somebody has to sit her down if she's saying these things and be like, all right, can you listen? <laughs> I understand what you're trying to do here for mm -hmm. like the show and the Kenya Moore thing and all of that, but... Don't do that to a person. Yeah, stop stop this. Don't put a person through 18 years of you. <laughs> <laughs> Think about do it, that. Kenya. Does a child really deserve to be subject to your presence? No. <laughs> your, your presence as their main, their primary caretaker for years and years. Kenya. Just don't do it. Think about the good of the children. Please. And just, but no, she's definitely, she's probably pregnant already, honestly. So. And she's get a twirl too, or a, Oh, no, don't do that. This child's little name will be Twirl. 
I would not put it past her. <sighs> Wind. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, God. Whatever, Kenya Moore. Okay. If you girls were looking forward to seeing a Nicki Minaj and Romy Ma at the BET Awards together, you can fuck that off. Because <laughs> Nicki Minaj went to Instagram, as all of the girls do for their <laughs> announcements, and posted a photo of herself under a promo for the NBA Awards with a caption that says, <laughs> My darlings, this is the only award show I'll be attending this month. Set your DVRs. You won't want to miss this performance. Hashtag NBA Awards hosted by Champagne Pop. New York. So, several questions. Um, the NBA has an award show? As far as I know, that's new. If it's a thing, then I don't think it's been a thing before this year. Like, I've heard of the ESPYs, but I don't know why. The, why does the NBA need an award show? Like, like wouldn't you? Didn't wouldn't you already that win the, the championship? Right. Like, like, this, it kind of seems like, you know, we have the whole playoffs and it's this whole big thing. And then we crown a winner. Is it the ring the award? <laughs> they have a parade and they get rings and trophies. And it's just kind of like, what is the point of, like, what award are y'all going to give that we haven't already seen them win? Like great players who. Didn't win, but their Mm-mm. team sucked? No, 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 no. I I don't, don't, what I, are the categories? I don't get it. And I guess maybe the NBA hired Drake to to do, be the host for it so that people would actually pay attention to it. Is it like to the ESPYs what the BT Hip Hop Awards are to the BT Awards? Is it ESPYs affiliate? I don't see why. I don't, right. I, 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 I still don't get it because like I said, we like you just said, we already have the fucking ESPYs and they cover like... And don't Drake host them too? All kinds of sports. So why something specific to the NBA? I just really don't, I don't get the purpose of it, but Nikki clearly just posted that so that y'all would stop asking about the BET Awards. Yeah, she's not going, she won't be there. Whether or not that is has anything to do with... Um, the fact that Remy Ma is also nominated for Best Female Hip Hop, Cardi B is also nominated for that award, is yet to Man, be confirmed. Just give it to. <sighs> Who else is nominated? Is it just the three of them? Because they'll have like six nominations in every other category. And the female hip hop will be like Nicki Minaj and like. Randos. Yeah. yeah. Like one random person. It'll be like. Oh, two is Young MA nominated? I would think so. She should be. Hold right. On. So I they don't think I think this is probably the year that they're not gonna give it to Nikki and the stands are gonna react. <laughs> and you hell think that's probably why she's not going. Nikki's probably gonna react too. Uh no, I think she's not going because she don't she don't want them problems. Like not like, you know, it's gonna be some beef or fighting or whatever, but she don't want the dramatics. The pressure of being at the BET Awards around like white people will lie to you about the Remy and Nikki beef, but niggas will not. <laughs> she don't want the pressure of being at the BT Awards knowing that everybody knows that Remy won that shit and probably even if she did win it she'd probably have to deal with like I don't know who's hosting it but comments Leslie and, Jones like, just, oh yeah Leslie Jones would definitely go up on that stage and be like, now y'all know you need to just work it out. Or it's just something that she would be, I get it. You know, like I don't really yeah. care either. Uh, Scissors performing, so I'll be watching that. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to that. What an album, man. Just from Woo. front to back, I love it. It is pretty good. You know, it's. It, I'm no longer in that stage of my life, but I remember those feelings quite vividly. So that album, I love that song about sharing niggas for the weekend. Everybody Everybody loves that song. I love it. Because really, that's all these niggas is good for. Why are you even worried about being in a relationship with him? You come over, fuck me for a few days, and then you go back and do what you're supposed to do, and then you come back over here at the appointed time. But it's about sharing a nigga. I mean, because that's all... 
once again, what else do these niggas, what else are these niggas worth? Like, it's not like you investing yourself emotionally in this person because you already know better. If he cheating on her, why would you worry about catching feelings for him? Bitch, we should. This is everybody's boyfriend. Mine, yours, and hers. Fuck is you talking about? I'm just like, bitch, you don't deserve all of this. Choke. I mean, so, but yeah, Ghost is a, I'm excited to see that. I love it. Um, it's Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma, Young M.A., and Missy. Oh, yes. Okay. So technically, Good nominees. they should just give it to Missy off that. I mean, they should, but I don't think they... They're not going to. <laughs> no. no, definitely not. Honestly, they... I think the safest choice is Young M.A., I do too. Because nobody can deny the talent and it doesn't sound like picking sides for one over the other. And, you know, she's been on tour with 21 Savage or who deserves somebody. It? Yeah, I feel like Young and May truly does. But, I, f- I mean, Remy also deserves it. And I would not be mad if either one of them won. But I don't, I think giving it to Remy is too much of a a political decision. Like, a, oh, now Nikki about to be mad and she won't show up to nothing BET does for the next six years or whatever. This is the only one I really can call it. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm leaning towards Young Usually and I'm just like, oh, they're clearly going to That they'll do match. that because it's like, you know, you can't really be mad at that. Nobody yeah, right. denies Young and May's talent. And she's not involved in the, the beef and the dumb shit at all. I really actually appreciate that about her. She's just rapping about her strap and her fine-ass Instagram girlfriend and being on tour and having lots of money. Like, I, I love it. So, but we'll see. On the other hand, um... If you want to, you can go ahead and watch your girl perform whatever she's going to perform on Monday, Starships. June 26th. We don't ever need to go back there. Like, she made her money from it. Once I was able to, like, move on from that second album, I realized what the purpose it served and yeah. it did what it was supposed to and it will suck for life. Man. She did what she was trying to do with it and it's gone. Yeah, she and got that mainstream. Never... Oh, God, it was terrible. It really was. And y'all will defend that shit to the death and I do not understand it. Speaking of uh, terrible music decisions, <sighs> so Brandy posted a photo on her Instagram of a cover for a mixtape featuring Ray J and Chris Brown. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I I can't understand why Chris Brown would do this. I just don't know why this is happening. I really don't. I do not get why Chris Brown would do this. First of all, Chris Brown has an album coming out, I thought. And, like, a movie. And then the album have, like, 40 songs on it or something. Where the fuck did you have time to shoot? I mean, to record some shit with, uh, right. with Ray J. And why with Ray J? And why <laughs> with Ray J? Unless y'all about to put out a He-Man wooden woman-hating mixtape where y'all just talk about how Thank you. the girls in your life, oh, I'm mad at Kim because she got famous off of my, my dick strokes. Ray J better and... not ever talk about Kim Kardashian ever again. Oh, he already, what was that song that I... I hit it first. Yeah, I'm saying never again. Let's mm. move on. Let that be the last time. You are absolutely delusional if you think Ray J is putting out music and not referencing Kim Kardashian at all. There's no need for him 
to ever do this He's ever again. He's absolutely gonna. <laughs> and so, unless he and Chris Brown are doing a, I fucked this girl and now she has a career and I'm salty about it, mixtape, I do not get why Chris would do this. And even still, I don't get it. Like, Ray J's old, washed ass, why? Like, <laughs> you the one young and can still do so much and people still actually give a shit about you and your music. Why would you do this? I, well, but I'm saying Chris Brown, he still has his space to be redeemed. He's not in Ray J territory. He's not. Chris Brown is not in reality TV territory. Simply because Chris Brown has, I think, more to offer to the music industry mm-hmm. than Ray J. Yes, does. he does. That's yes. the only reason. He truly does. Like, the only reason. And I've been gay, but because I'm sure this mixtape album, whatever it's supposed to be, will be a bunch of songs about bodily fluids I never heard of, (laughs) and them coming out of women's orifices, and, like, fucking a girl so hard, the head of my dick came out of her mouth, or whatever. Just, like, like dumb, (laughs) vulgar, aggressive, stupid shit. And I'm just, like... Mm. Yeah, bragging on the the length of their penises and how long they can last. Scooty bikes sold out. Whatever. Like I don't. How many different girls and movies and videos? It's gonna be all type of. It's just gonna be. I don't. I don't need to hear this. I have zero desire to hear this music. I will have nothing to do with this, regardless of what happens to it. It would just be nice if they would be like, oh, never mind. But I know that won't happen. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly more to do with Ray J than it is Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown's going to release music I'm not going to buy regardless. But <laughs> Ray J just ain't made music that I want to listen to since, like, wait a minute. So I just don't have nothing else for Ray J. I wait a minute. can't think of a song to disagree. Yeah, so. I mean, bye. Um, is this the last one? Mm, look at you. Well, speaking of love and hip-hop... <sighs> Season four of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is just around the corner. Mm. Uh, July, they sent me a release for it. Let's see where she's at. Ooh, we. I mean, I don't even know. Of why. course, they sent you a release. I mean, they send this to everybody. I mean, it's like every single time a new season is about to come out, they send you these things. So Do you still get all the blogger announcements and everything? Yeah. I mm. mean, I don't even know how they got this email, but whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> they found you. I swear. And I didn't even, this shit wasn't even connected. Like, it wasn't online for, like, two months. So I finally figured that out and connected it and got, like, eight million emails I hadn't read. Because that's just me. Because you don't do that, right? Because you do not read emails. July 24th, you can expect the return of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood featuring the return of Ray J and Princess Love. They're back with plans to start a family. Oh, no. If Princess can manage to tame the reformed Playboy R&B singer, Gross. and Ray can manage to keep up his good behavior. Hazel Lee returns to the franchise with a new man by her her side, a 25-year-old aspiring rapper. As long as I hope, Hazel, oh, no. bitch, piss off. Who? We don't care. We, right, we, we truly don't. Who else is on that show? Oh, Raspy. Raspy is not on this I show. I mean, what's the little light skin? Little Fizz. Little Fizz. <laughs> Where is she at? Returns to the cast after publishing his first book about fatherhood with plans to continue what? further his brand. <laughs> He's like a friend of the show now, clearly. His his part is a sentence. Um, I don't know. After a decade, after, okay, what? Look, Masika's back. Motherhood. Tia Marie probably still selling blazers. Oh, she go with Cisco now. Um, uh, okay. Who is Cisco? 
Love hip hop. Oh, the light skin one. The or what, Dominican Cisco. Whatever. The one yeah, who yeah, was yeah. like, you ain't in the creep squad no more. Oh right, the one who hops from franchise to franchise. Yeah. Right. And they really tried to make creep squad a thing. <laughs> y'all are so whack. It's like memorabilia. Uh, y'all are so whack. Lyrica Anderson is trying to be a serious serious musician or taken seriously as a musician, I should say now. Her uh, husband is back. Hopefully, both of their mamas are back because that was the only Oh, reason. yeah. Now, that was interesting. Is Safari back? <laughs> Safari is expanding his brand into the retail space. <laughs> Damn it, Safari. You couldn't get them to change the way this was worded. That sounds terrible, Safari. It does. God. I'm expanding into JCPenney stores <laughs> across the nation. <laughs> I will be Safari at Sears. <laughs> Catch a bitch at the Foley's Red Apple sale. Traffic. <laughs> Safari is expanding his brand to the rooftop space as he prepares for the launch of his own brand. Oh, God. What is it called? Not the name of it. It's what it is. His own brand of condoms? Oh, his own brand of coconut oil and men's boxer briefs. Uh, <laughs> what? What? Coconut oil and briefs? Now, I know that Safari performed at, uh, I think it was like Pride DC or LA. It may have been Pride LA. Or was it DC? I don't know. Safari he recently what? was at like a, a black gay pride in one of these towns. Oh, God. And I was like, that is so nice and progressive of him. <laughs> and I guess he had a couple of conversations was like, look, these niggas need Box of briefs mm-hmm. and coconut oil. And they need to be oiled up and they want to feel black while they're doing it. And I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that check must have cleared immediately because. Mm. Don't use coconut oil as lube, y'all. Please just, don't do it. Please, it weakens the condoms and it makes them basically totally ineffective. I mean, unless you're not using them, that's your business. I just I'm, wouldn't do it regardless. When he said coconut oil, I'm like, what? And then men's box and men, of briefs. Men's box of <laughs> Like, what is the. I'm trying to figure out why both of them are at the same time. Is there a deficit in the draws market? Like, do men not have enough options for where to get panties that Safari needs to come through? I thought all the niggas wear Ethica draws now. I mean, if push comes to shove, can't you go to Walmart and get a pack of draws for like $7? So why would you need Safari draws? I think I just got a, like a six-pack at Tarshay. For and coconut like oil? What? <laughs> coconut oil. Coconut oil is everywhere now. It seems like if you were going to expand into retail, you expand into products that niggas are not already buying. But Safari coded not. <laughs> You are really dumb. I just don't get it. I don't either, but best of luck. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy Safari. I like them a lot more. I like him a lot more now that he's single. And I guess mm-hmm. his brand on the show seems to be having his body out. Yeah. Um, and watching everybody else be crazy. If this means that dick prints are on the way, then I'm not against it. <laughs> you know, as far as Jamaican, so. And he has he has slowly gotten marginally more attractive to me over the past so couple well. years. You know, not not to where I would say fine, but not <laughs> not as unattractive as I, I previously so. thought. You know, not 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 the type of person where you would be ashamed to show others. That sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. Like that, I feel like there's, that's a good thing for Safari. If he's, you know, breaking away from Nikki and spreading his wings and breathing cleaner oxygen and all that, go, go Safari. I just don't, I feel like niggas are real loyal to their brands of draws and coconut oil in particular. Like you just, you putting your face on coconut oil does not make me feel like, damn, I need to go get that one. All I'm saying is if your nigga has the safari coconut oil and the draws at home, leave him. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> leaving. Because I just was like, that just seems like a combination for disaster. Because once they get the two of them and then they start glisten, glistening and shit, mm-hmm. like that nigga does on VH1, then they just, just they're going to be throwing that dick around. Speaking of love and hip-hop, is Milan Christopher coming back? No, Milan Christopher hadn't been back on this show since the first time he was on this show. Did you see his photo shoot, shoot in Paper Magazine? Yeah, if she liked With it, his I love dick it. out. Good for her. <laughs> Whatever. In these athletic socks. Y'all worry about Milan Christopher, but uh, Ricky Whittle, just to be... And I know you don't know who that you is. You know I don't. I'm looking him up but right now. I saw his penis today on my vidster, so... I feel blessed. Oh, he looks a little bit like Boris Kojo from these small pictures. He's a star of American Gods, which is one of my new favorite shows. I believe it comes on Stars, And mm. I have been infatuated with him since the first, uh, first oh, time I Oh, nice smile. That's a nice smile. And nice everything Ugh. else. A nigga with a nice smile will get you every time. I've seen Milan Christopher's penis before, so that wasn't... So Ricky Whittle put his penis out on... Oh, it looks like he has no, a white woman. No, that was like... I. That was like... I guess somebody like leaked a video. Oh, he dates white women, so maybe he is gay. But yeah, that's what? how... Mm, never mind. That's me repeating a joke that other people say to me all the time. Somebody's going to be mad at me for that. <laughs> so, oh, but damn, I hate that his privacy was violated like that. Me too. That's I'm not like all the way. Right. It's like, oh, this is so wrong. It's such an invasion of his privacy and just wrong and rude and then clicking it at the same time. Like, I won't share it, but I will watch it. I got a glass of wine before I hit play. <laughs> I, just, like, I was like, all right. Not your black I'm ass settling in. A moment. Like, <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> Let me go ahead and <laughs> full screen. <laughs> yes, please. Absolutely. That man is beautiful. So the penis was satisfying? <sighs> really, friend? I saw that and I said, you know what? American God is real. <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. That's what the show should be called. <laughs> American Yes God. That's how I feel about it. Mm. Mm. Damn. Poland Spring. Wow. Okay. I thought definitely thought you was gonna do Polish sausage. But let me tell you something. All of the above. Okay. You know, um I'm probably Milan not gonna Milan Christopher's penis is large as well. But again, who's this bigger? Because no I just saw Milan Christopher's and it looks sizable. Um Let me refresh my memory. It looked not it looked above average as far as penis sizes are concerned. Yeah, definitely Milan Christopher is not playing again, but Okay. It was just kind of like he wanted his dick out, and I feel like one way or the next it would have been out. So. I'm confused as to how Milan Christopher got into Paper Magazine or what Paper Magazine really does or who that's run by. At first, I was kind of shocked that they put his dick in the magazine, but then I remembered that Paper Magazine is the same place that Kim Kardashian went to go show her pussy and yeah. spray champagne all over. Right, stuff, so. exactly. So it's not new for them. I mean, if that's what they're, the girls are doing now, fine. When but. Kylie Jenner is ready to do her nude shoot, she'll probably do it in paper. It seems like, you know, the journalistic version of, of E! News, but maybe not. Now the Playboy isn't posting nudes, I guess, I feel like. Playboy? What? Our Playboy doesn't do nudes anymore. What the fuck is the point then? Or like, like vagina. It's like softcore now. Uh, I'm so confused by this. I definitely used to take my uncle's Playboys in the bathroom and lock the door and just read them. I mean, <laughs> so did I. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow, this is what grownups do. Um, I'll get back to you on this. Really? It's that much of a toss-up? I mean, they're both blessed. That's what I can say. Okay, and that's fine. But, yeah. 
Well, amen. The whole point of what I was meant, Love and Hip Hop is coming back. Right. And you can go there to go watch a few train wrecks share their latest disasters. Um, <laughs> Keisha Cole will be among the no way. new members of the cast. No way. <laughs> you definitely slid that in at the last minute. Uh... Wow, she really? She prepares for the release of her highly anticipated new album while juggling her co-parenting relationship with ex-NBA star Daniel Booby Gibson. <laughs> Though she may be new to the cast, she is definitely already a staple in the Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> a staple in the industry. In the reality TV industry, yeah. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Will she be able to find the right balance between her music and her personal life? No. When has she ever? That's what I'm saying. Like, history is a pretty strong <laughs> She, uh, she need to call Kanye. That's what she need to do. She need to get back with Kanye. <laughs> Kanye need to get back with Kanye. Monice is Ooh. apparently a lesbian this season. Oh, girl. Um, okay. New girl from Instagram called Alexis Sky will be fighting everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. Someone named Zell Swag and Chanel West Coast. Oh, that girl that Charlamagne hurt her feelings. I watched that <laughs> no less than 40 times. <laughs> And it was delicious every single time. Oh, you know your music sucks, girl. Yeah, you like, have Like, you to. know that you can't rap. And furthermore, just because you have uh, all of these artists who are willing to be paid to do a song with you... Does not mean anything. Niggas will do anything for money. That's what not a you, testament to your rap it ability. It, it, it really isn't. If the best rappers were, like, trying to work with you for free, that would be something else. But, I can't believe she allowed Charlamagne to come on that show and really get her mad for real. Like, yeah, you knew he was going was to really say that. She was really pissed. Yeah. We were doing Uncommon Sense when he went and filmed that. And I remember when he came back that week, he was like, that little white girl on un, ridiculousness. Un, ridiculousness. That little white girl was pissed. I made her mad, and I'm sure they gonna air it, but I just straight up told her, like, girl, you ain't, I don't know who the fuck you think you is, but, like, no, ma'am, this is not it. You need to check my motherfucking musical track record, okay? You don't know my struggle. You don't know my struggle. Uh, Chanel Your West Coast. Your struggle as an, an untalented white woman who claims to rap, right. who somehow still was able to get a record deal and loads of features yeah. by actual famous rappers? Same. That don't sound like struggle to me. That, that actually sounds, sounds like, like privilege, stare. right? That actually sounds like a white woman showing up and being stereotypically or you know what mainstream society would consider cute and then getting a bunch of opportunities thrown her way that's and exactly what that sounds she like she had the nerve to talk about I want a BET award for some shit she's like <sighs> bitch so <laughs> now she's on love and hip hop Huh, that because that'll not, help. That does not surprise me. But sis, if you were that good of a rapper, you wouldn't be hosting video shows on MTV Two. That would not be the case. Maybe a guest for one episode. <laughs> you and just go back to working, like, right? But you, we only know your name and face because of this show that I don't even really watch. It's just like it's the sort of thing where you might be skipping through channels and then see that girl. Otherwise, you would have no idea who she is. Even Cardi B came from these little TV show foolishness to actually getting a real deal and is out here touring. Mm-hmm. And although her tongue stands in the way of me understanding what the fuck it is she be talking about That's most of the real. time, she's actually out here rapping for Cardi real. B can rap. Right? Most people didn't even know. People who watch the show didn't even know this girl rap. Once again, because who cares? No one. <laughs> why are you mad? Uh, because white. You should have been happy that woman. nigga mentioned that you were a rapper, so people could go Google it. Uh, I, 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 I love when Charlemagne makes white women mad. That's my favorite. 
It is. Those are my favorite Charlemagne moments. It is, definitely. Plenty of the other ones can be erased from my memory. Right, you know, right. Hashtag problematic. But the rest of them are like... (laughs) When he pisses off white women, I usually have a ball. I'm actually all the way here for this. I like those ones. Well, that's just about it for this week in Sig Sad World. Uh, We're going to take a break while you go and look for those dicks. (laughs) And we'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show we are back and it is now time for the listener letters it sure is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we have an update this week from the young lady whose um, boyfriend was stealing money from her the laundry money and then the money out the wallet <laughs> i can't wait to <laughs> Someone so, said before you restart, I saw someone who say, "Well, maybe he, maybe he gave the full amount of change." As the whole ten dollars, girl. I was like, Niggas "I think even they were like, well, probably not." But I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe that nigga did not tip ten dollars. Yeah, on a twelve dollar right. laundry order. <laughs> yeah, right, girl. So she wrote back and said, "I set a trap." I put two tens, two fives, and three ones in my wallet and left the wallet semi-open in my room. We spent the whole day together, and while he was there, I took a shower, so he ni- he had some nice alone time. Mm, he awesome. left late at night, and in the morning, I counted what was left in my wallet, and the two fives were missing. I called him immediately and asked if he was taking money from me, and he said no, and I told him I did not believe him and then detailed all the times I knew he stole money from me, starting with the laundromat. He then admitted it and apologized profusely and said he has a problem, but I'm not a manic pixie, so that relationship is over. Okay, don't know. What's a manic pixie? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being enthusiastic about trap setting and bringing humor to what feels like a shitty situation. And by the way, yes, the dick was good, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> of course it was. It always is. That's, That's the only reason you was conflicted. That's why you gotta lie to these niggas. We're like, oh, that was all right. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Because as soon as somebody, like, as soon as a nigga realized he's out here breaking backs, mm. stops trying. Oh, you gotta man. gotta make him earn it. Manic Pixie Dream Girl is a stock character type in films. Oh, that's... I thought Manic Pixie was the name of a character. I've heard of the Manic Pixie trope. Like the kind of... The 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 interesting girl who comes through and she kind of just like makes things interesting and, and she has this allure about her. Is that is it that sort of thing? 
I'm reading all about it here on Wikipedia, but you know, it's going to take me a little while. It's okay. interesting. Kirsten Dunn's character in El- I don't know. I've heard of Manic Pixie Dream Girl before. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl has been compared to another star character, the Magical Negro. Yep. Yep. I could see that, actually. Because isn't it like... Usually static characters who have eccentric personality quirks and are unbashedly Quirky. That's yes. the word I was looking for. Okay, I totally get it now. The quirky girl who comes through and she just kind of like makes you see a new perspective. Got and, it. Yeah. So you're just saying you ain't no dummy bitch. <laughs> you think, I ain't got stars in my eyes behind these niggas. Like, right. Dick was good, but niggas blatantly stealing. Got it. <laughs> Damn! The laundry money too. That was foul. <sighs> it's so crazy that we sat here this whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want to be like, set a trap. Because that just <laughs> seemed like so much. But you did it and now you but know. But you did it and <laughs> like, you got your hardcore proof. That <sighs> is so crazy. Blacks, blacks. What a dummy. So speaking of niggas, our first question this week comes from a straight black man, which is a little different. Um, <sighs> let's call him Marcus. And Marcus says, I have a question. My daughter all of a sudden likes girls. She hasn't told me yet, but she told her mom and her mom told me. So I asked her what type of girl she likes because it doesn't bother me that she's gay or whatever you want to call it. But her mother told me that she's dating a boy looking one, which are her words, not mine. Right. (sighs) I said, what the fuck? And I went off. Um, and I want to know, well, this is really poorly written. So, you know, I'm just trying to translate this to like regular English. I said, what the fuck? And went off. Am I wrong for telling my baby mama I'm not ever going to accept the situation and tell my daughter not to ever talk to me about it? Mm, Kind of. Now, here's the kicker. My best friend is a lesbian and she's a dom. We've been cool since elementary school. I don't have a problem with my daughter liking girls, but why go all the way out of your way to say you don't like boys just to mess with a girl who acts, dress, talks, and moves just like one? Are you fucking serious? She's only 15 and I'm 33. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. How should I approach this situation? You should approach this situation with a lengthy look inward. (laughs) How the fuck your best friend is a lesbian and dom? Mm -hmm. You don't even. Why are you asking us? Go talk to her then. Like, does she agree with you? Like, what is this? Seems so. I really hate calling y'all stupid, but you just didn't think this isn't something that you you thought through. You have no problem with her being a lesbian, but you only want her to date. Like, femme girls? Why? That doesn't make sense. That means you have a problem with her being a lesbian. Exactly. That's not the same at all. Like, you don't get to be like, oh, well, I'm totally cool. It's whatever. You know, do whatever you want to. It's your life, your body. But then she dates a girl in polos and dickies. And now all of a sudden, you're like, well, why don't you just go get you somebody with a Would you have preferred that she be the dom? Or do you want her to be like one of these lipstick girls that dates other lipstick girls? Oh, my God. This reminds me of my, my... teenagehood so much because when my mama found out that I was dating girls she was like not them little boy looking ones is it I was like I mean actually yes but who cares like is that really what matters it's it's blowing my mind that people my age are really worried about like it's not it's not even the lesbian thing or on the surface it's not it's the fact that that's what she dresses like really that's what you thinking about at 33 years old really I can't remember which comic told this joke. I don't know. I, w- I want to say Patrice O'Neill so bad, but I'm probably wrong. But someone was telling jokes about, like, I wouldn't care if my kid was gay, but they didn't want him. They Like, okay, he didn't mind if his... He wouldn't have minded if his daughter was gay, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't have minded if, like, his son 
were gay as long as he wore a top because he's just like, I just don't want none of my kids getting fucked. I've heard of that. Yeah. I don't remember who told that joke. It was. Probably- it might have been Patrice O'Neill. It kind of sounds like Chris Rock a little bit, but not I don't really. Think it was Chris Rock. Yeah. I can't remember who. I know one of y'all are going to tell me because mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard it. But With a YouTube link. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay, look. At the end of the day, your daughter's your daughter. He said she's what, 15? Yeah, she's 15. I understand you wanting like the best for your daughter and, you know, wanting for her to have whatever you envision her life is so that it can be as easy and stress-free as possible or whatever the fuck you think that is. But when it comes to her romantic life, her love life, sex life, when it gets to that page and all, no, that is your best. (laughs) And she gonna like who she likes. She's gonna do what she wants to do. If you don't want to hear anything about it, that's your business. And if your daughter is anything like me, she's probably gonna be like, Thanks. You know, like, <laughs> no problem. I had no intention on sharing much of, much of this shit with your ass anyway. I mean, we already know she told her mama and not you. So. Right. So clearly she already felt like mama was somebody she could turn to about this and not you, which also reflects my own see life. <laughs> right. Same. Maybe because here you go talking about, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm fine with it, but not if you dating a little boy looking one. And then to be like, well, why don't you just go get a man, bitch? Because it's not the same as dating a man. Because I don't want one. Because because clothes are clothes but people are people and just because somebody dresses in what you consider to be masculine clothing doesn't mean they want to be a boy or that they are a boy or that you ju- you could just swap a boy in and it wouldn't be no fucking difference ah <laughs> uh, niggas man niggas this, this is, is just really so savage. ignorant and you're 33 we're not even talking about like our right it's not my parents right that are just completely stuck in their ways you were born when I was in different place right <laughs> you got the same songs that your album hot as me probably so i just i'm having a disconnect here especially since you claim that you have the same type of friend or you have a friend that fits the small lesbian best friend what is it with niggas why is it you can accept lesbians or even masculine lesbians in a friendship context but when it comes to your own life like your daughter dating one or your daughter being one now all of a sudden it's this huge issue what is that about I have no idea I don't I get really that don't get it. I don't feel for you I don't care about your you know yeah feelings towards this mm-hmm. because it's just completely foolish you should be happy that your daughter is able to have these conversations or willing to have these conversations with at least one of her parents mm-hmm. if you don't want to support her that's your business but just know that if you block her from a feeling of being able to approach you or even just a mild bit of acceptance from you. But she's probably not going to share anything with you. She's not going to share much with you. Mm -hmm. She's not going to look to come to you to talk about anything. If she decides, you know, uh, later on that she's going to have a baby and be raising it with some (laughs) dom woman, you probably won't see much (laughs) or hear much. You know what I mean? Like, you're making the decision, basically, to cut off a a part (laughs) of, you know, your daughter from your life and by cutting off that part it's not even just about that because her being a gay woman is a small part of who she is but feeling like my father or whoever is so disgusted or uncomfortable about that that he don't want to hear nothing about that from me or from my mama 
Then it's just like, I don't right. really need to talk to you. Talking about, about you'll never thing. accept it. So why talk to you then? Why talk to you about this part of my life? Or even really talk to you about anything that's personal or emotional if I know this is how you feel about it. Like, I would suggest that you talk to your dom lesbian friend about this. Hopefully she has you know some words of wisdom for you and she's not frankly i don't trust her i mean i don't i kind of don't either <laughs> because i don't know how you're here and not over right there. i kind of don't eat i kind of feel like she's one of those ones who are like oh no man don't let your daughter go down that road Damn, these dykes bro, man you know these hoes crazy these bro. dykes is crazy man don't do it dog i'm swear i swear to you man a lot of these dykes worse than niggas man i feel like she's one of those <laughs> so but what you really need to do like no shade you need to sit the fuck down and think about why you're so ignorant and you need you need to work through the biases that you have or else you might seriously and irreparably damage the relationship you have with your child i would suggest you get over this now and and then reach out to her and be like listen daddy was wrong daddy was fucked up you know i i realized the error of my ways i want you to feel like no matter what you can come talk to me about whatever's going on in your life cuz if she can't talk to you about this girl she's dating cuz she's dressed like a boy guess what if something happens in that relationship she gets abused or cheated on or something else happens guess who she's not going to feel like she can come to and talk to about that her father and that's because you've already set that precedent so get over your bigotry <laughs> do your very best for your daughter's sake if nothing else because goddamn nigga really it's not even the pussy that bothers you. It's the clothes. Do you realize how fucking stupid that sounds? You should be thankful that she's not getting no, like, she won't be getting no organic dick. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> You ought to be like, woo, so teen pregnancy off the table. Yes. <laughs> like, you should be so thankful she's not going to be having to be running Man. around dealing with niggas. Not Honestly. to say that studs don't have, Oh, no, they're know, awful. No, they're awful. What? But they girl. break your heart. But still, they can't get you pregnant. I mean, take the blessings where you can get them. I don't get it. So our next question comes from this show who says, my girlfriend and I have been together for a few months. We met in a crazy situation where me and my ex-boyfriend wanted to have a threesome and she was the other girl. Long story short, we had a threesome. I enjoyed it too much. She was fucking me better than him and I dumped my ex-boyfriend for her and we've been happy ever since. This is why I'm not doing no threesomes with my nigga. I don't care. Like, if you that type of girl that you just need to... And shout out to all of you um, gay men who are, like, married and have been <laughs> for 8, 10 years and y'all, you know, run through these hoes together. Mm-hmm. I admire <laughs> the strength, the the trust. Yeah. The couple the that fucks together stays together. In that... I can't. I can't. Because one of us is going to be like, oh, you did some shit that I ain't never seen. Oh, 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 that nigga did something with his tongue. That was brand new. Look at homegirl who had her nigga fuck uh, her best male oh, friend. That was her fault. And he was like, I need all the ass. <laughs> Tell that nigga to come back. Well, that was her fault for thinking he could have a taste of ass and would get over it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> but, but yeah, these situations of I fucked, we fucked around in a threesome and it was way better with the other person. So I said, why am I with this nigga? I'll have a threesome as long as I'm single. But I prefer yes. everyone be single. Yes. Because if your nigga start calling me and then you want to fight me and mm-hmm. all the jobs, I was like, but we were just having sex. Yeah, like, no. It was just supposed to be a good time. Like, That's I why were people fun. you're sleeping with get the Google voice <laughs> or the other, they don't get the real number. I mean, my, okay. You I'm can't sorry. have it. So, I just, no, I get it. It's okay. 
Let's see. So now she's hooked up with. So now she's with the girl. Yeah. Lately, she's been begging for us to get a boyfriend, and I am just not feeling it at all. Okay. What? You know, like the two of them are together, so let's have a boy that we fuck every now and then, that sort of thing. Oh, but. I don't think they mean like polyamory type of situation. Just like a nigga. Just like, like, let's get a nigga. Okay. All right. We've tried it before with guys we're interested in, but it never works out due to niggas being ain't shit and other nigga shit. Y'all fuck up everything. Everything. How you got two Everything. women like, how would you like double the pussy, double the titties? <laughs> no real strings attached. We're just trying to give We're you just trying two to pussies get at dick. once. <laughs> how do you fuck that up, my nigga? What? Woo. I don't understand why she wants to disturb what we have when we're in a healthy, happy, positive, supportive relationship. But I do understand her side because I have my days where I want some dick too, but I'm happy with what we got. I mean. I want to make my girlfriend happy, but I don't know how to tell her I don't want a nigga and, don't want, and I don't want her to bring it up again just kind of leave it alone please but, help Michelle but if you have moments where you want dig too then aren't you going to bring it up at some point this is the thing I think it's really it's a little unnatural to just act as if real like sexual desires you have like you could just act like they don't exist if you like dig Mm-hmm. you're gonna want dick at some point. I don't care if it's today, next week, next month, five years from now. There is a moment where you're gonna think about dick and be like, mm, I'd love some right now. <laughs> and so I just, denying yourself that, you know, now, luckily, you know, y'all got straps and all sorts of, like, electronic stuff and mm-hmm. and app control device. Oh, yeah, you can do now. all kind of shit now. So, but if that's like, if you want like a nigga, for instance, I can't really do sex toys because the penetration to me is not what I like about sex. I like okay. the connection with the person, oh, facial expressions <laughs> oh, and all of that type oh. of thing. More than actually just being plowed. <laughs> I'm like, that's fun too, but... Uh, Ram, you're dicking me. That like, if... If that were the case, I'll probably just have a glass case with a bunch of dildos right. in it and delete Who am I every nigga I want Just name each and every one of them. Oh, Clarence, not this week. <laughs> like, just, like, and that would be the end of it. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Going with Jonathan today. Right, exactly. Ooh, Tyrone, stop it. Um, <laughs> so your glass case of dicks. Right, my glass case of dicks. Links into the corner like, bitch, you're nuts. <laughs> I'm running away. Like, you need a man. This is sad. <laughs> hey, girl, you want me to help? Let's just go to the park. Um, oh, but yeah, man. it sounds like she wants like a man, like you know what I'm saying. And it's kind of funny that you're having trouble with that since the way y'all were connected was, was through, through Dick, Dick being present. Right. So it's not shocking to me that she. The way you get him is often how you lose him. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if you really want to keep her around, I feel like it's probably best for you to figure out how to incorporate that. You know, maybe keep searching until you find the right one or don't sleep with them until yeah. you, you know, vet him, do questionnaires, a couple of dates. And then you're like, <laughs> all right, he is right. the one. So, you know, at least like we discussed with SZA, you can hit him up on the weekend. Yeah. And then that nigga could be gone, and that's that. No matter what else he's doing throughout the week, that's really none of your business. And I mean, you're not like a what do they call the um the 100% lesbians? A gold star. Yeah, you're not like a gold star lesbian where you never ever interested in digging this bitch is getting on your nerves. Right. You've admitted that you like it on occasion too. So mm-hmm. 
I feel like this should be something that can easily be figured out. Yeah. So like maybe you're happy. Like maybe you have, you know, you get a little twinge for some dick every now and then. But for the most part, (laughs) for the most part, you're just like, you know, me and my woman, this is a good thing and I'm happy. But I think she's telling, she's trying to tell you like, look, either we're going to bring some dick into this situation. I'm going to go find some. If I could be a woman that was attracted to women and in a relationship exclusively with one where we both got dicks sometimes, I feel like that would be the greatest It kind of like, sounds lifestyle. ideal, but at some point, a nigga will fuck that up. Yeah, at some point, that will happen. It's inevitable, but then we'll just get a new one. You know, like, that's <laughs> I what mean, I'm saying. they are everywhere. Because they... When it, he is there for the sole purpose of providing the dick. Yeah. But when it comes to like a relationship and someone I care about and spend time with and like share things mm. with and Mm-mm. I'm there on I like a, that being a woman, <laughs> man, I wish right. I was bi. <laughs> mm, I mean, I, I feel like bisexuality can be extremely useful in those situations. Cause it's like, why emotionally involve yourself with niggas unless you know, you just feel the biological need to do that. Dick is the thing. It's, it is. It, is, it all boils down to it. And that's why niggas don't try hard at much but that. Like, because they know... <laughs> that's all you have to be good at. Oftentimes, they, that will suffice. You yeah. know, like, dick will ruin your mind. Your mind. <laughs> every week. Like, it just It'll will. It's just, if I could just have a nigga that's like, all right, so it's Friday. We on for tonight? Yes, we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And do a Friday night, Saturday morning you combo. You know what this is. And then I go back to just living my life by myself and you do you? Yes. 1030. Drop them draws. You know, you know what you, you are know here what for. This is. Give me what I want, nigga, and then you can go you home can about your business or whatever it is you do. So yeah, I think if he's right on that one, maybe just keep looking for the occasional dick that can spice y'all's relationship. Y'all need a little black book. Yeah, where y'all can just, I mean, t- maybe y'all can take it like a little more seriously, like sit down together and be like, now, nah, who can we really bring into this? Who can yeah. we, who is just going to give us the dick we deserve and then leave? This sounds like a <laughs> sickening Viceland show. Okay. You know what? Email them white people over at Viceland. I would watch it. So we can either do a, a letter about um, a woman whose husband got a letter from a woman in jail or taking a trip with friends. There's no way I'm doing the second one. Okay. So. Well, Telly says, my husband and I have known each other for over 20 years. We were friends growing up. We love anime, cartoons, comics, and all that fun stuff. We've been together for over 10 years and officially married for two. Since we've been married, we've had some marital issues. Nothing that I thought was too terrible, but now I'm at the I'm going to beat this nigga with a bat level of mad. All right. Of course you are. About two weeks ago, a letter came in the mail from a correctional facility in Connecticut addressed to my husband. To my knowledge, he did not know anyone in jail, so I was concerned when the letter arrived. I let him know that it was in the house and on top of the computer and that when he comes home, he can deal with it. Since I know how he is, I knew he would try to hide it, but there are only so many places in our apartment, so I went to his go-to hiding spot, which is the top drawer of the dresser in our other room, and sure enough, there was the letter. Damn. Y'all niggas is like, not slick, man. <laughs> niggas can't right hide away. nothing. Y'all suck. <laughs> she was like, oh, I know his favorite hiding spot. She did not even have to try on it. <laughs> Damn. Woo. Apparently, this letter is from the woman that he friended on Facebook. A woman that he friended on Facebook. 
It has been in contact with for God only knows how long. As I read the letter, my ears turned red, and with the power of a super cyan, I damn near blew my top. My first instinct was to throw it out and just destroy all his things, but I calmed down and decided to keep the letter and see if he lies his way out of this. My question to you guys is how I should handle the confrontation, because while I love my husband and the good times we've had, I'm not going to tolerate some random bitch asking my man to put money on her books. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to tolerate his stupid ass for initiating the communication should i be petty and write her back and let her know that she's talking that while talking to a married man is not a felony it may get her knocked the fuck out thanks for letting me vent i love the show telly well since i want how did they start talking apparently they met on facebook i I guess niggas be on facebook in jail while she was free Oh, okay. I mean, kind of like maybe on how Orange is the New Black, or maybe he's been talking to this girl for years before she went to jail. No, I know there are people who are locked up who have access to, like, social media. Yeah, no. Niggas be on Facebook like they're not in jail. (laughs) But I think, first and foremost, this last sentence is a little confusing because you're talking about, you know, she might get knocked the fuck out for talking to your man. She's already in jail, which (laughs) to me says, this ain't a bitch you really want to (laughs) try. What you gonna do? Wait for her to get out and then fight her? That seems. I understand your masses, but direct your anger in the correct place. Absolutely, which is your man. I Absolutely. mean, you've been with this nigga for a decade, and you didn't know nothing and about this friend for of his. Two years. And you ain't nothing. You didn't do nothing about this girl in prison sending him letters. Yeah, you need to go ahead and and channel that anger into the right direction, which is towards your husband. Absolutely, there is no reason that. Your husband needs to be getting no damn letters from somebody, a woman in jail. Like, she doesn't need to be sending a married man letters, period. Much less asking for money for her books. And Does she even know else. he's like, married? I mean, that's a really good question. That's a really, really good question. Does she even know? Because you know how niggas are, man. You know, like, she may have no idea that your husband is a husband. <laughs> that's true. She could be sending letters out to a bunch of niggas talking about, can you put money on my books? He needs to be confronted. And that she needs to be sent to a close. I don't know if he has a good single friend that uh, can be her new pen pal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she just doesn't lose, you know, a friendly bridge. Right. So just she's not just out there. But the communication between the two of them needs to mm-hmm. be done. Absolutely. It's just inappropriate. Right. And the fact that you didn't know nothing about it. And like Crystal just said, she probably don't even know that he's married. Not cute. Mm-mm. Not okay. I mean, and and the it's almost always with me. The issue here is not that you did it; it's that you lied about it and you deliberately kept it from me. Because if you and this lady were having a totally platonic, innocent conversation, there was no reason your wife wouldn't know about it, right? If you were just like, "Oh, I went to high school with this girl," or "We went to high school," you've known him for twenty years, so. It, how is it not a situation where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Caroline, she in prison for EBT fraud and I just been, oh you know, keeping in contact or whatever. Like if it was on the up and up, he wouldn't have hidden it from you. It would have come up in at least like. Right. Regular. So the deception. Right. The deception is what really gets me here because it's yeah. like you if it was innocent, you would not have done this. Right. So I would I definitely agree. confront him. But I would also probably keep in the back of my mind, you know, oh, I'm about to leave this nigga because that's always what my <laughs> <laughs> it's just always my advice. And it's always my first thought. And I understand I want to throw away such a long relationship behind this. Maybe there's something that maybe that can be worked out. But at the very least, you need to confront him on the fact that the letters even exist and then 
and the fact that he deliberately kept you from it. It's definitely like a you must be trying to sleep on the couch type of a moment. Mm -hmm. Like it's definitely kind of a snap on him, Ramon. Like, what are you thinking? Like, so we really have to do this right now, Ramon? Really? This is how you gonna, you just going so you just writing letters to bitches in jail. So you just giving bitches money? If he doesn't clean it up and be respectful and be more open, then I would definitely say you need to switch off into like, uh, am I about to be single? <laughs> right. Um, That's real. <laughs> so I've already prepared a change to the logo for in case we want to change the name of the show to break up with him instead of three. I mean, that's literally the only advice we ever have for these relationships. I just, I don't know. <laughs> it's almost never And I'm hopeless romantic. I am. Like, I love love and mm -hmm. I love, mm -hmm. you know, relationships and Ugh, being no. with somebody and that sort of thing. But then also I like live in the real world. There you go. You know. I'm permanently stuck in cynic mode, especially now. I'm just like, mm. I mean, I understand, I guess, the desire to share your life and your emotions with somebody. Maybe, I guess. But then you could also just not. You know what? I, I'm not a hopeless romantic anymore because I gave up the hope on romance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I maybe I'm just a romantic. I'd like romance and like not even just for me personally i'm just talking about in general yeah. I, and i like that but mm -mm, no. i am also not afraid to be like hey girl you you, you can know, go it's all right for you to leave because I, I don't need you is the thing so you can leave <laughs> did you watch the first episode of the new season of queen sugar oh man so i'm not gonna give away too much of it but at one point there's a bunch of ladies sitting around and, and one of them is talking about how she has a phd and you know she's so accomplished but she never thought she would be single at this age and she wants to have a baby but she really wants to have a man first and she wants to be married and all this and i thought about how many women maybe black women in particular who are like so successful and have achieved so much and Very still common. have that like why can't I have my, you know, my, why can't I have my Negro Prince Charming with a good <laughs> job and, and no kids right up, you know, <laughs> in a Cadillac? Why can't that happen? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it is common. But, you know, at, at some point you have to say romance is is I wasn't put on this earth to be in love. I mean, I don't feel like I was. Maybe That's you true. do. But I just don't feel like my purpose on earth is to be with somebody else. It's nice if it happens, but I'm going to have a great, fulfilling life yeah. regardless of whether that happens. I agree. And I'm not going to put it on hold for when I meet somebody. I'm just going to have fun now. I feel like, I do believe that there's like soulmates and stuff like that. Like I believe that every person has someone or someone's that exist in the world that are like perfect for them. I just don't feel like it's our duty to find them right. and to be with them. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with living your whole life and being single or ending your life single. I don't feel like mm -hmm. it's necessary for you to have someone. I just think that in general, like love and romance and being with somebody that you truly trust and, you know, having a healthy relationship yes. <laughs> i think that that is really dope and i'll always be a fan of that sort of thing but yes. i don't think that you need it like i don't think you have to have it and i've said before i think it's really unfortunate that women specifically mm -hmm. are like pressured to have it and need it all the time but niggas aren't but it's like but then you want for women to be with niggas right? <laughs> so it's, uh. I totally get it. But yeah. if you can find love and you can be one of those fairy tale couples that makes it work regardless and stuff, I think that that's admirable and awesome. But I have already decided that I'll probably, you know, hopefully 
during, you know, at least my, like, 40s, mm-hmm. I'll be quite rich. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm just Fingers crossed. Hiring niggas, you know, to just come oh, and spend the week with me. Absolutely. And, you know, sit out uh, with me on my yacht, be nude like <laughs> Milan Christopher in paper. <laughs> and then when your contract's up, I'll just find it's, someone new. Yeah, it's time for you to go. Like, don't, I'm going to let you know before you come here. Don't catch no feelings. I am dope. You're going to have to try your hardest not to get attached to me because so I'm sorry. pretty dope. Pretty but right. you're literally 72 hours and you're out of here. So don't, don't get comfy. Mm, yeah, yeah. You, don't, you won't be mm, sleeping in the bed with me. Yeah, no, oh, mm, no, we don't do that. Actually, good luck ever coming to my house. But yeah. anyway. Shelly, the white woman downstairs, she's prepared a room for you mm-hmm. in the guest house. You'll sleep there. You will sleep there. There's fresh linens. Um, <laughs> But that's just about it. Let us know if you need anything. There's a continental breakfast from 7 to 10. There's warm <laughs> eucalyptus towels for your hands and face. Like, But that's about it. But we won't be like, letting you into our personal lives like you're no. literally here to provide sex and then go back to where you came from so good luck to one of you niggas coming into my mind like a Tyler Perry movie and changing it but <laughs> oh yeah that's not happening <laughs> but you understand how exceptional a person would have to be to get my attention right now like <laughs> I definitely think it's gonna happen for you way before me oh not no. anytime soon oh absolutely not, not. A, the perfect motherfucker could come up to you right now and will give up <laughs> and they would need we'll to climb and up you should. to like <laughs> damn near the he can just be like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. She actually. I just. She's just. Won't. She's just not letting anybody in. Sorry, I don't have feelings or space in my heart for you. But yeah, good luck with you and your husband. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. We are back and it is time for the read. It sure is. Um. So, do you want me to go first this week? Yeah, I'll finish my last glass of Hennessy. Mm, oh, yeah. Thanks for that hint, by the way. I'm, like, weirdly calm right now. But, so, if you remember, I think when we were in Toronto for a live show last year or a couple years ago, I talked about Otto Warmbier. Warmbier? I don't know how to say his name. But uh, Otto was the young man who carried his ass over to North Korea. I do remember this. And tried to snatch down their poster. Yes. And got taken by the Korean officials, sentenced to 15 years hard labor, yes. whatever. So North Korea shipped Otto home uh, last week. And then shortly after he arrived back in Ohio, he died. So, you know, rest in peace or whatever. Okay. Sad or whatever. Yeah. Um And... I felt slightly conflicted about the story because on the one hand, no, you do not deserve to die for stealing a poster yeah, or fucking with a poster or whatever else. I was going to say being a dummy. On the other hand, the North Korean officials are like, look, that boy's been in a coma for over a year and we just got tired of holding him. So we decided to send him back. We don't really know. Maybe he had a stroke. We don't know what's wrong with him because apparently there's no like bruises. He hasn't been like tortured or anything like that. When he got back to the States, doctors were like, you know, apparently he's not, he wasn't particularly conscious he wasn't like talking or anything but he wasn't on life support he didn't need help breathing or anything like that so it could have been you know a blood clot that he developed on the flight back it could have been a bunch of different things we don't really know why he died we just know that he did die so there's been all this conversation about Otto and 
whether, you know, whether Americans should even still be allowed to travel to North Korea, which, by the way, it blows my mind that we are policing whether Americans take their asses down to Cuba. We can freely go to North Korea. Like, it just seems like, why, why do we do that? (laughs) Why do we let drunk college kids have tours? And then the people who do these, you know, because he was on one of those tours. So the people who do that, you know. They're putting out these interviews and guys are like, yeah, I mean, basically the whole thing is you go to North Korea and you break the rules like you try. That's the thing. Like, this is what white people do. The the whole thing was you go over there and everybody knows that the rules are don't do this. But, you know, we take our pants off at the train station and take pictures in front of the train without any pants on. Like they go over there acting like American assholes. The global douchebag. You do. Yes, you do this. Like and the thing is the gag is. It's, I've taken it back. In most countries, you can do that because your whiteness will afford you that. But in North Korea, they don't give a fuck. They don't. <laughs> so, Especially don't. Right. So you being white with an American passport, like we said before, that just makes you a bigger target. You went down there and fucked what they posted. They wasn't having it. So there's all this conversation online about Otto and what's wrong and what's right. And the North Korean government is so awful and terrible and all this stuff. And so to that, I say, yes, the North Korean government is terrible and fascist and clearly doesn't give a fuck about our lives. But the American government is also terrible and fascist and does not give a fuck about my black ass life. And so if you took your entitled white ass over to North Korea and decided to act a fool and ended up dead, I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy or empathy or space in my heart to give a fuck about that. When black people are routinely murdered by the police, we had Philando Castile's murderer just got off with a not guilty verdict and they released the video of his girlfriend being arrested after he was killed i said no i actually cannot watch this like this is actually fucking me up i think on on sunday or monday the seattle police killed charlena lyles in front of her children a a pregnant mother of four who had mental health issues and they knew it they released the audio where you can hear the police officers talking about oh yeah this is the one with the mental health thing and da 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 and she's got kids and this so y'all knew that when you went there and were in the house and yet knowing that this woman was pregnant and had children and was mentally ill did not keep y'all from killing her and so I'm supposed to give a fuck that some white boy who feels like he owns the world went over to a country that hates the fuck out of Americans like broke their laws and then ended up dead I mean kind of because I'm not as soulless as y'all are like I still don't think he deserved to die but the fact that he did is like mm, I'm kind of still like right I'm kind of still stuck on America treating black Americans the way they do so if you could just not like my whole issue is like feel however you want to about the auto story and if you want to call the North Korean government terrible and all this and this is going to start another war and blah 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 if it does start another war if it does start a war between us and North Korea all that really tells me is that Americans give more of a fuck about a white boy who had no business in somebody else's country acting the way he did than they do about the way America treats its own black citizens every fucking day because we allow the police departments across this country to murder black people whenever the fuck they feel like it for no reason or a shitty reason or a made up reason and they get away with it all the time so I just really don't have the space to care especially because President Trump tried 
tried to, you know, in his low-key stupid-ass way, blame it on President Obama. And then Otto's family was like, oh, well, the Obama administration didn't do enough. And thank you, President Trump, for getting our son back home so we could have some time with him before he passed away and all that. So I just doubly don't have any sympathy for Trump supporters whose child died because he was acting a fucking dumbass fool in another country. Like, I just don't have it. You can't ask black Americans to give a shit about y'all's well-being or to care about somebody brutalizing you or torturing you or treating you unfairly when y'all do that to us all the fucking time. You just can't. And so white people are on the internet and make America great again. Twitter is mad at me again talking about I'm racist and I'm a bigot and this is just something so awful. I didn't even realize black people felt this way about us and it is just terrible. And <laughs> and do you realize how racist you're being? You know what, girl? You can call me racist for that, but I just want you to take that thought process one step further. If you are calling me racist for saying, oh, I don't really care when other countries treat white Americans the way white Americans treat us, then what does that mean about the way white Americans treat us? Just think about it. If you're calling me racist for saying I don't care when people do to you what you do to me, what does that say about what you do to me? What does that tell you? That means that y'all don't y'all care so little about us that not only do you expect us to just accept the trauma and like this is like it is it is generational trauma that black people go through. It is stress that is passed on to our children because at no point have we been able to just go outside and be free in this country. Like we just are not we are not allowed the same civil liberties and the opportunity to just fucking live and fuck up like y'all are. So I don't really care that you went somewhere else and were stupid and somehow ended up dead. I don't. And you can't ask me to. How about y'all do a better job of the way you treat people right the fuck over here? How about you do a better job of the way you treat black Americans? How about let's not allow the police to get away with all this shit? How about when police killed, uh, kill unarmed citizens or when police kill mentally ill citizens, they are arrested or charged? or fired or whatever how about that happens before you ask black people to come carry the mantle for young Otto and oh justice for Otto and vigils and the America can't stand for this and fuck Obama this is all Obama's fault I don't care I just don't care sorry I guess to the family but not really because fuck them too like that's all I have that's literally all I have for you y'all don't give a fuck about us so I don't give a fuck about you oh well rest in peace and I mean if we had like people coming to this country from Syria or wherever else going on tours sure. through museums and theaters and stuff <laughs> and then just doing goofy stuff and laughing at look at the that fool who was on that elevator elevator on that airplane talking about bombs and stuff and he got in trouble oh and then he said like that one time that he actually like it was on all over uh, CNN and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh no, this was like the real time that this actually happened to me. And then you went and look, his YouTube was full of him making these pranks. Pranks, right. Jokes. Uncomfortable. It's like, if somebody was doing this and then they ended up going back home and they died, not only would Americans not give a fuck, white Americans would make all of the memes and jokes mm-hmm. about him being dead. They would take pictures of him and put them on dead bodies and do all kinds of just really vulgar, like sick, less than human stuff. Y'all do it all of the time and think that it's funny. But somehow we are supposed to, in the midst of dying and grieving for the people that we have lost innocently that we have to also feel sorry for your kid who went over to mm-hmm. a country that we all know can't stand us and went and did some dumb shit. Right. Like, 
And y'all blame us when it happens. Oh, Eric Garner shouldn't have been selling Lucy's, regardless of whether he was doing it or not. And so that's why he's dead. Or Mike Brown stole some cigarillos, which turned out to not be true. But that's why he deserved to be shot and killed. Or Sandra Bland shouldn't have been talking back to a police officer. So that's why she's dead. Or Trayvon should have told George Zimmerman where he lived. And that's why, like, y'all make all these excuses for why we die. And we're supposed to care that one of you, the same thing happened to one of y'all. I don't. Fuck y'all. So that's it. Well, my read this week, I should probably finish my drink. I have like two sort of. The first one's going to be kind of short because I really don't care. Okay, I'm going to have me another Ricola. First of all, um, Steve Harvey just... Oh my God, I forgot all about this. Just go over there. You know, I don't know what it is that you're doing, but it's clear that all of your compassion and love for your community, Black people, was stored in that lace front helmet that you used to wear that you no longer wear. Because ever since you let the bald go free, it has been downhill. So, uh, last week, I believe... Steve Harvey got in trouble. He was arguing, I think, over the NBA finals with somebody on his show or podcast or whatever, his radio show. And the person who he was fussing with, this is supposed to be like, mind you, just regular sport banter, the way niggas argue in the barbershop about who's greater and stuff. Somehow, he changed that into an attack on Flint, Michigan and the water crisis. Um... Because the guy he was talking to was from Flint, Michigan. And he just said dumb stuff on the radio like, ain't you from Flint? When's the last time you touched a glass of water that didn't have lead in it? Go drink some of that brown water and all of this type of stuff. Of course, he get hellfire for this. Like, they wrung his ass out to dry for it. This is not a joke. People can't fucking drink water. They can't bathe, nigga. We talking about the elderly and children and just regular ass people. Like people are sick and it's dying water, nigga. water. It's water. Something we all fucking need every We're day. mostly water. How like, is that a joke? You have to have it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Niggas, the, man. He spoke to somebody... AGC, AJC, my bad. While he was, um, it looked like he was on a golf course. I don't know where the fuck he was. But he goes, um, the uproar came. This is sort of crazy. It was out of context. I don't know if I'll be able to tell jokes. I can't say nothing about nobody. I'm so tired of First it. First of all, it was not out of context. We heard it. You know, like, <laughs> it was on your show. <laughs> we heard you say these things. Mm-hmm. How could it have been taken out of context? We listened to you. Right. We know what you said. We heard you say it. So what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about, I don't know if I'll be able to tell jokes. I can't say nothing to nobody. I don't give a fuck. I don't care that Steve Harvey has been doing this comedy thing for however long. It's just been clear to me that he doesn't give a fuck about what the fuck we're going through from the Paula Deen bullshit that he pulled to going to go see Trump Jellica Pickles. (laughs) And now this, 
Like, I don't understand how you can take such a people like for years, people in Flint, Michigan have been dealing with this disgusting ass water. And more than that, the government that doesn't give a fuck about it at all. And you're making light of it because you got Dasani in your fucking refrigerator. Like, go to hell. Like, go fuck yourself. Stop turning to us and acting like you care so much. And you went down to go meet with Trump because you really want to make a bigger, a, a big difference. And you want to do this and that for the hood and blah, blah, blah. Because time has shown ever since you got your little um, Steve Harvey <laughs> show or whatever. Yeah. And all these middle America white women that eat Marie Callender dinners in their microwave for dinner every single day or whatever. Not because they can't afford or nothing else but just because they think that shit is like elite cuisine right. you got all of them bitches in your fucking audience every day dedicated to you and whatever the fuck shit it is that you say even the jokes that ain't funny and so now you think you can just say whatever you want to that is disgusting and I don't understand how a nigga from where you're from with a black family with kids and a wife could make a joke like that and then come back afterwards and be like frustrated or upset with, with people us. with <laughs> us that that was offensive. Like, what? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Like, I mean, but I feel like we've asked this question of Steve Harvey, and the answer is definitely yes. It's like now I'm not holding back from it being yes. Yeah, I tried to give him leeway for some for so long. Steve Harvey was one of those comics who could make me laugh without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like, could just make a face, and I would be doubled yes, over. Yes. So I've always looked up to him as a comic, but I'm separating your art from you, and I've never really had a huge problem with that Mm -hmm. and Steve Harvey the person seems like a dick when it comes to these sorts of issues I can't and I think there's I definitely believe in towing the line you know what I'm saying I feel I feel like I tap dance on that bitch but (laughs) I know where it is and if I leap my ass over that line I was fully aware that I did right so I don't understand what his problem is I don't know if when he sits down for meetings for each show or in these conference rooms or what, if he's maybe the only black person in the room, I really don't know what production looks like for him. But it just feels like he's in the sunken place or really not even the sunken place. He kind of reminds me of Sam Jackson's character in Django. Like just a fully aware nigga that Mm -hmm. knows he's a nigga, but like y'all niggas can be those niggas. White (laughs) people like me and they gave me these cufflinks. So (laughs) what are you going to do about it besides be broke? Right. And I'm wondering under what context you making jokes about people, poor black people not having clean water was supposed to be funny. I just don't see it. Like even if the context was off, which it definitely wasn't. It wasn't. How, in in what way could that have been a joke? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, lead me to where you... Where's the funny part? Where the funny was. Because there are so many jokes that go over people's head. And a lot of times a joke will go over someone's head and write directly into their de- deepest, darkest part of their soul. <laughs> yeah. And so if the intention was a mild-mannered, funny joke or this is what I was, then what was it? I don't see how you saying, go drink that brown water. Like, you know, there are kids, there are elderly people, there are families that are living out here who really are struggling for water. Like every, like something you have to have. Water, man. How are you this much of a Like, where is this coming from? And then the fact that you're coming back with anything but, man, I'm dumb. Like, damn, that was fucked up. Like, I let that get away that from was, me, y'all. I shouldn't have never said that, my bad. I just got way, way, way too passionate about this sports thing, and I just lost a good track of my mind, and blah, blah, blah. Even You know, it's just like... Yeah. I don't even know. That, but even that. Fuck Steve Harvey. I'm done. I don't care. 
like he can honestly piss off. I don't see it at all anymore. Um, on the other side of things, I just kind of had a rant. And this feels like a good this show is gonna be two hours. Um <laughs> You calling it already? All right. Uh oh. I I take my work very seriously. And I take what I do very, very seriously. Um I love what I do. I love working in comedy. I love the fact that comedy is a form of escape. Um, I think that escapism is something that we all fucking need, especially in times like today. If you go to work, you wake your ass up at five, six o'clock in the morning to go take your ass all the way to a job you can't stand. Then motherfuckers got on your nerves from nine to five, from eight to six, whatever fucking time. And you get all the way home. Traffic was shit. If you get home and you turn on the TV and one person, it could be a show. It could be a movie. It could be the news. Something makes you laugh, even for just a couple of seconds. For those seconds, it was like your whole shit day didn't even happen. So I... Take what I do very seriously. I love it. And as an, a, a career and an occupation, my wave is very serious to me. Now, when I say my wave, I'm talking about, like, I call, like, my hustle and my grind my wave. Like, my trajectory, my energy when I'm moving, how serious I take every from the small things to the big things and everything that I do. I'm, on average, at, like, an... 85 when it comes to my work ethic. Okay. I Beyonce's like 100. You know, like the work we said so 85 before. is not bad. 85 is, no, it's not bad. It's I'm not. very serious about it. But I know that I could be way more serious. Like, for the past few weeks, I've probably been at about a 70 because the tour has been closing down. Right. And I, on the way here, I was like, I think I'm just, I'm just going to take a quick nap. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm tired. But for the most part, I'm very nitpicky. I'm very, very much a perfectionist. I'm my biggest and worst critic. I love what I do, but I'm hard on myself about that. Now, this is where the read comes in. If you are going to be someone who is involving yourself with myself and the things that I'm doing when it comes to my work Uh and what I'm serious about, I need you to match my wave. I know there are plenty of you girls who are out here who are just faking it until you make it. And that's your thing. You know, do what you want to do. There's plenty of girls who have, you know, all kinds of job titles in their Instagram bio. They don't know any of the descriptions for said jobs, but it sounds pretty, and so they put it there. Or, you know, you've been to L.A. once for 12 hours, but for some reason it sits in your bio next to NYC and ATL and, like, CHI and D.C. and all these other cities. And it's like, I don't know how you maneuver within your brand or what it is that you do, but that's none of my concern. All I can do is meet and work and I come in here, I do my job, I go home, my head down, I stay out of people's way, I go into the lab and I make my shit happen and I'm always going to try my absolute best at what I do. But if you are going to be someone who is going to be surrounding 
yourself with me. I don't need anybody to fall down in front of me. I'm not trying to have no Kid Fury slaves. I'm not trying to have anybody. I don't expect for anybody to just, you know, to treat my work or my brand. And I hate saying brand again, because so many of y'all claim (laughs) to have a brand. You know nothing about it. You know nothing about branding. You know nothing about marketing or any of that. But you say it when you don't have one or know what that means. And so now that word is kind of like, like frivolous or it sounds that way anyway. I know what Kid Fury is. I know the trajectory of what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm writing, how I'm moving out here. And so all I'm saying is if you are going to be like, yo, let's do something together, even if it's not for me, but I'm involved. Right. I need for you to have that same type of energy. I want to be inspired by you. I want for the moments where I feel like, man, fuck everything today. I want to feel like I can't even remain in that because, bitch, your wave is so crazy that I'm like, damn, bitch, I got to be out here moving. I'm hungry. Okay? I'm real fucking hungry. And I can't deal with... I, I feel like a lot of y'all have... Uh-oh opportunities presented to you and it makes you lazy. I don't expect that anybody is going to just come up into in, in my face and be like, here is a silver platter with gold trim. And here is here are 20 opportunities in said platter. Pick which ones you would like because we live to serve you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. The few opportunities that may be brought to me, I'm grateful for each and every one of them. But even those, I dab my finger on my tongue and I start flipping through these pages to make sure that it's not going <laughs> to be anything that doesn't sit well with me or what it is that I'm doing or my plans or anything like that. So, girl, nobody is going to come to you and make your shit pop the way that you can. Nobody is going to take your brand, your business, your career, your wave seriously the way that you will. I know that myself. And unfortunately, I've already accepted that if you want something done for real, bitch, you got to do it yourself. And I try my best to make sure my eyes are on everything, whether it's the structure of this show, the ticket sales for a show I'm doing, the promo, like everything. I try to have my eyes on it. When things don't go well, I raise my voice. (laughs) So I just, but it's because I'm, again, passionate about what I do. I don't play them games. And if you're around me, I don't need you to play no games either. Not just with me. Don't play no games with you. I have friends. I have people that I, I, I love, people that I care about. And we won't even be making money together. I'll still get frustrated with you because I'll be looking at you like you have so much potential. You could be doing all of this, that, and the third, bitch. You could be out here buying me new jeans. like, <laughs> And yet you're sitting here twiddling your thumbs like somebody is just going to DM you a contract. Girl, what are you doing? Get your ass out here and make this shit happen. If you don't want to, that's you. You know what I'm saying? I barely have time to keep up with what I'm doing. So I can't be walking around, spoon-feeding people, holding people's hands, begging you to do this, begging you to do that, and stuff for you. But what I'm saying again is, if you are going to be affiliated with me, bitch, match my energy. On the days where you feel like I'm um, I'm half-assing or I'm coming in there with a little bit, so be like, what is this? Oh, no, we're we're warriors. We're Olivia Pope and Co. Like, we're coming out here to make this shit fucking happen. That's what I need because I'm not getting any fucking younger. And I recognize that I'm a young black queen. It's so many people, talent or no talent, that are going to count me out. 
just based off of who I am, the type of person I am, the way that I speak, the way that I dress, the way that I carry myself, I already know that. I don't have time to waste. And I don't have time to beg. I'm, that's not the type of person I am. I don't plan on ever begging for nobody to do nothing for me or expecting for anybody to draw something or edit something or cut something or tape something or do anything else. I got to be out here busting my ass to make it happen. And most times, people will come to me asking me, hey, you need help? Or hey, you ever thought about doing this? Because they see that energy. But girl, don't come over here and try and and do anything with me if you're going to be lollygagging. Because I can't. Mm-hmm. It's distracting. And I'm I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to be, you know, your number one girl who's just sitting down with the Fallons and the DeGeneres girls every single week because I just want to be popping and I want to be in the club every week. I want to make people laugh. I want to make the world a better place in whatever little weird, corny way it is that I choose to do it. Mm-hmm. And I want my mom and daddy to be able to call me up and be like, so Mercedes has this new car and it was really pretty. <laughs> and I could be like, girl, they're sending you one in each color. That's what I want. I want my friends to call me up and be like, so... Uh, little Jaquavis is starting school in the fall and this tuition is crazy. Don't worry about it. Four years. That's why I do what I do. Not because I want to be, you know, number one trending nothing. Y'all know, if you listen to this show or are familiar with me, I don't care about that type of shit. No. I want to take care of people. I want people to be better. I want people to smile and laugh. And I can't deal with lollygaggers in my circumference, in my space, especially if you are attached to things that I need to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Please don't waste my time. Go do that with somebody else because I know that there are people out here who are hungry. Stylists, designers, graphic you know, people, group managers, producers, everybody who is like, who's way crazier than mine, who I will (laughs) go to and be like, bitch, how do you do this? Like, Show me your ways. Teach me. That's what I want around me. I want people to encourage me. I want people to motivate me. I want people to inspire me. Not people who are going to sit on their hands and wait for somebody to uh, bring a fucking pacifier and put it in their mouth and be like, you're so cute. So if you fall in that category and you know you do, if you uh questioning whether or not you are, you can uh, feel free to ask and I can tell <laughs> you. But A, don't waste my time. And B, don't waste yours. Do better for even if, if fuck me. Do better for you. Take that bullshit out of your bio and stop lying to yourself and stop lying to others. Make the work happen. If you want to be uh, this type of er or this type of ist, Google that shit at the very least. Figure <laughs> out what the fuck it is that you need to 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 do. What tools, what ingredients you need to make that shit be for real and not some half-assed corny shit that's just out here making it seem like you are who you are so you can go bo- pop bottles in the club and get some dick or whatever or just look as cute as you want to look no take it seriously take classes go to a night school get back in college or do whatever the fuck it is like you have to do to be real about yourself but again in closing if you don't want to do that (laughs) that is on you and you are free to do whatever you want to with your your life and with your journey i don't measure my success or my lack thereof alongside anybody else's my journey is mine it's the one god gave me and it's just gonna be what it is regardless of of what's going on outside or around me. I just ask that if you feel the need to or you find yourself, you know, crashing those waves alongside me, beat me there, girl, because (laughs) you're going to get left behind. And that's it. 
That's real. You know, don't waste my time is like a recurring theme of life. It is. Just don't come over here wasting time. Because we don't have much. Right. I'm here for a limited amount of time only, and I want to make the most out of it. So if you could just not try to slow me down, that would be fantastic. That's no shade. This isn't even about anybody or any one situation in particular. It's just something I've noticed over the years, especially since I've lived here, over and over and over and over again. Like, this is one of those cities kind of like in L.A. or in Atlanta and other places where a lot of people go because they want to make their dreams come true or they want to do this and that. And I feel like a lot of people come here to just play or they come here to like shove themselves into this mold that looks like that person and they just go around saying it. And it's like, bitch, mm. your bio says that you an actor or whatever. You ain't never been in nothing or you ain't <laughs> never like taken an acting class or you've never done any of these things. You, your bio says that you're a stylist or whatever, but who do you dress other than yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I just like, y'all are so busy trying to impress people, most of whom would not even give a fuck or don't even give a fuck, are going to hate you whether you're being real about it or not, when you could actually find what it is that you really want to do, that you're seriously passionate about, stick to that, do the work, learn what you need to work, what learn what you need to learn, and apply that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But, girl, again, once we finish this shit and we say our little goodbyes, I'm going to put on my motherfucking headphones, I'm going to hop in an Uber, I'm going to take my ass home, feed my dog, we go walk her around the block real quick, and I'm going to take my ass to sleep, wake up tomorrow, and I'm right back at it, right back at the lab, right. do whatever little things I got to do for the Kid Fury brand the rest of the day, I'll probably spend smoking and playing some video games, whatever for my personal time. But... I take what I do very seriously. It's unfortunate that so many of you who have serious, real talent, even if you don't know you do, it's plenty of y'all who work a nine to five. Not that there's anything wrong with a traditional nine to five, but there's plenty of y'all who are out here who are capable of having like a real thriving business. But I don't know what reasons lead you to be like, ah, fuck that. Or, oh yeah, I know I could sing. Or, yeah, I know I'm a bomb dancer. Or, yeah, I know I could do this, but... Eh. (laughs) And that's cool, but just don't bring that around me. It's too much. I can't. It's I don't want that around me. I want people to hit me up before I have to hit them up. If you were supposed to, you know, cut something for me or edit something for me or whatever, I want you to be like, bam, bitch, it's done. Here's 20 of them. You know what I'm saying? Miss Info told me one time, like, for people who intern, Mm -hmm. I remember back in the days when I was like trying to intern for everybody, she was like, if you get an internship, you make sure that you are working at the internship like they're paying you a million dollars a year. And, and smile while you're fucking doing it. It could be the most miserable thing ever because at the end of the day, you're doing that for the, for your bigger picture. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I never forgot that. I just feel like a lot of people just kind of want to be admired, but they don't do anything to admire. Yeah. Well, everybody wants the glory, but doesn't want the work. Yeah. That's very common. <laughs> That's very true. And honestly, the people who are successful, really, it is not even always about talent. It's about who is willing to put in the fucking work. Who is willing to put in the work consistently? I know I could be doing so much more work than I'm doing right now, but I know I also bust my ass. And I know how serious I am about the stuff that I do. And I wish a lot of y'all would be as well. But if you're not, that's on you. Just back your ass up. All right. Don't come over here. 
<laughs> and Amen. that's about it. That's my read. And that's this week's episode of the show. Woo. All right. Well, check out our website. This is the read.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I want to say thank you to Allied Media Conference for having me come out for your closing plenary on Sunday. I had a great time with all y'all. Had some good barbecue out there in Detroit. Yes. Got to hang out in Detroit with Man. people who like live there and are from there. So it was just like... Super dope. Had so much fun. I actually think I'm going to go to that conference again next year and just hang out. Because it's really like, it's like Tumblr Tumblr Con. It's like, you know, if you have intersecting identities and you want to talk about what that means in the world and let's talk about the effects that media have on popular culture and like all this stuff that I'm just... That whole conference probably smelled like mint and juleps. uh, It was actually everything. (laughs) It was everything. It was just everybody different being together in, in one space and talking about shit that really matters. So thanks again, you guys, for the invitation. I had an amazing time. Detroit is really dope, man. That's a yeah, special Detroit city. It's a special awesome. place. Yeah. That's the only time my flight has been canceled and I wasn't pissed. I was like, well, just going to go rent a hotel room and then go kick it. Right. I'm having a great time. So, yeah. Do you have any news this week? Um... This coming Sunday, June 25th, will be our third annual 305 Live at the Lovage rooftop. Or Lovage, I don't know how you say it, but it's a really pretty rooftop. It it's probably be is really Lovage. Um, DJ Dimples, my hometown homie, and DJ Queen of Spades are going to be fucking up. Guaranteed the music is going to be great because that's my number one thing. I mean, what's the party if you can't twerk? Um, but it's going to be a great time I think there are still a couple of tickets left it's almost sold out if uh, not then we'll probably have tickets at the door on the day of but yeah come out it's going to be great Um, but this is a party about fun okay you don't have to dance but if you aren't going to dance, at least encourage those of us who are dancing. <laughs> That's it. Okay. This is not a party about going to show off your new outfit. It's not about a party about, you know, side-eyeing somebody. It's not a party about, oh, Kifiri, Crystal, can we take a picture? No. This is a party about coming to have fun. Okay. F is for friends that do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for niggas shaking that ass okay. right here See, in the NYC. you had me. So... <laughs> Come out. This is about having a blast. Oh, man. And it always... Niggas be going off at 305 Live. It's oh, just... It's so fun. It's just a, a sweaty black light. Black night. Sweaty black night. <laughs> it is sweaty black night. So, yeah. It so, you can get tickets fury305.com uh, to come out. It's going to be a, a wang ding doodle. I think that's about it. Shout out to my bed um, for being here for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, back to back this past weekend. <laughs> First time we got to do that in a so minute. All you did was sleep. <laughs> um, when I wasn't sleeping, I was just sitting there yeah. <laughs> in that bed, uh, <laughs> catching up, catching up this. on all my TV yeah. shows. Still plenty of work to do, but hey, girl, uh, missed you so much. Everybody deserves a break, man. Every deser- everybody deserves some time off. You've been on tour for a while, so go on and take your time. That's about it for me. Okay, do we have an acronym this week? The acronym this week is R-W-C-M-W. The longer it is, the less likely I am to get it. It is Ricky Whittle can have my walls. Okay, there's an H missing, but that's fine. I wasn't going to get it. It doesn't matter. The point is... (laughs) Your walls. 
house. You are invited into my womb whenever you want. Oh, God. What a man. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.